0: Welcome to Robert Land. That's right, your favorite not safe for work comedy theme park podcast. And I'm your host Robert Thompson and here's your co-host roscoe soul train oh yeah boy <laughs> man boy man man well this is wow, just terrific boy. to have uh everyone here we're going to talk all about video stores and their legacy with uh mr josh robert thompson Hi, everybody
1: how's Hi it going great to be here <laughs> thanks for having me this Before- is great
0: we've got josh here and we've got mr jackson banks howdy uh, two friends of ours, just great talents, and also big fans of videos, videos and video stores. Yeah. So, holy smokes, Both have 9-inch penises, too. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, they that's showed true. it. That's how we that's linked
2: true. up, actually. Yeah. We are in a chat the room. The 9-inch penis club. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. felt pretty disparaged by having 9-inch cocks. That's
3: how I discovered you kind of guys both, together. too. I was <laughs> yeah. browsing mm-hmm. chatter <laughs> for 9-inch cocks, and you guys both popped up. And
2: yeah, we just so both happened to like video stores, yeah. and we, we linked up. It's so. always
4: the unassuming thinner guys, ladies. It's always the unassuming if goddess. I don't care
2: what you think, it's because of this giant schlong. <laughs> yeah. If I care too much, it's because of the giant schlong, it all comes back.
0: <laughs> I, I I think uh penises and video stores do have a lot in common. I mean, there was a section in the back that my dad would sneak off to. Oh yeah. Um, hey, dad. Yeah. So okay, video stores. I mean, what what was what was your uh first experience that you can remember at a video store that like, something about video stores that you really enjoyed, Mr. Ross.
3: Okay, well, this is going to be i t- I'm going to keep this short and sweet because I feel like it, all of us are at a certain age that we can appreciate video stores, and they were instrumental to our yeah. growth as a person. Yeah. Um, and I still—when you find the like the, the random video store out there, it's like you you just get so excited. Like, right now, they're going to be opening up Vidiots. Um, right. Like, Who Walks Down? Yeah. Which, Vidiots is—I think they're going to have, like, 50,000 movie titles. It's going to be sick. Yeah. So, what
2: what format are they going to, is it going to be like all all Disc VHS? No, they'll have
3: everything. Yeah, I think they'll have. Damn.
2: See, that, that, yeah, they got to tap into the niche of like, of the love of each individual medium. You know what I mean? Like this, it's nice to just hold the brick, like carry it around. Totally.
3: Yeah. But I would say that the main thing that pokes out about video stores in my memory is when I went to rent Deer Hunter. As a probably a ten-year-old or a nine-year-old <laughs> oh, boy, um, because somebody well, right, told yeah. me that it was a great movie that I needed to see, because I was obsessed with like Vietnam movies at the time. Sure, you were. You know, yeah. eighty-two <laughs> birthday, so yeah, like, right. I, I just loved. There was this crazy neighbor that was from the war.
4: Oh, he was a vet? Yeah, He okay. was fucked up, oh, right, and right? So I was always wondering what who is
3: this guy wearing fatigues all fucked up? Like who is this guy? Did you
4: have a special friendship like no uh, not like that, but I mean like, <laughs> hey, come here, I'm going to tell you a story about the
1: time I <laughs> plugged the zipper head with <laughs> Did you ever know that? That's he, what he said. That's so, what he Yeah. Said.
3: <laughs> That's, I mean, uh, he was like t- this guy was like too far gone. So Okay, okay. Yeah, he, there was no So it was like a mentor they didn't. I no. just like this idea of this
4: guy telling you stories.
3: Yeah, he didn't like teach like you a, a kid. I, I, I don't know Did if you guys ever you had... Did teach you Russian
2: roulette? Show you how to clean
3: a gun. <laughs> there was a guy in the neighborhood, this guy Jerry Bart, who was that kind of dude. Okay, alright. And he, I remember him lending me a VHS with, uh, I can't remember the name of the movie, but it was a movie with uh, Gene Hackman, right. and he was some kind of like covert soldier, Rambo-esque. Don't know the movie, but okay. I, I do remember this guy lending me
1: This. You better watch this. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, But the the main memory
3: I have from video stores is when I went to go rent Deer Hunter, and the guy at the video store said, I don't know if I can rent you this. And I said, no, it's fine. (laughs) And then he called my parents, and my mom said, make sure you have a note that's attached to our account that says that I can rent whatever I want. Wow, what a great so, mom! Oh, so you got yeah. the, notes. Yeah. Oh, so I got the amazing, note. Oh, that's amazing! I could rent whatever I wanted. Yeah.
4: So from then on, I watched whatever the fuck you I wanted. You got pass because the I note did. was
3: there. Yeah, my mom took me to see uh, Pulp Fiction when I was twelve. Hell yeah, that's right. Or maybe man. I was eleven. I think so I was she eleven. She was,
0: oh. she was, dialed in. She was a cool mom. You know? She,
3: she, I think I remember her saying something that, to the effect of, um, that it was a very important moment in cinema. Yeah.
2: To her twelve-year-old. Wow. who is this woman I want her to be my mother I (laughs) want going (laughs) to replace the old model yeah she was (laughs) cinephile man
3: well yeah I mean it's weird like she's not really like a hardcore movie buff right but I think that because I was so into the VCR Mm. um, and she could sense that that I think that she just said, "Go for it." Right. You know, even though I was getting in trouble at school for my language, <laughs> you know, because I worshipped Axel Foley. Sure. You know, talking about dead, dead N-word
2: storage at the schoolyard and yes, yeah.
3: absolutely, yeah, yeah. So, Josh, my, you, my principal loved that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I bet. Oh my God.
0: That's amazing. So you did you have a video store uh, in, in Parma that you uh, yeah? Went well, to?
4: I grew up in uh, Cleveland, Cleveland, and okay. then and then we moved uh, to the suburbs, Parma, Ohio, uh, which is a lot of uh, plastic pink flamingos on the front lawns, <laughs> pierogies, you know, oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, a lot of Polish last names, a lot of Samanskis and slowinskis and uh, but. What happened was at the corner of my street, a new video store opened called Network Home Video. This is in 1986, 87, right? So, this was the first time that our family bought a VCR, it was 86, 87. Mm-hmm. Very expensive. Uh, we didn't. Ha- yeah, it was about seven hundred bucks. Yeah. and I remember it was in the window, and they used to sell them at the video store. They used to mm-hmm. have them on display.
1: Mm-hmm. Get your seven hundred dollar VCR <laughs> and this
4: collection of movies, each only thirty seven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> they were even more than that. Like hundred you know, the aliens' deadly spawn only eighty nine <laughs> ninety nine for some piece of I mean, shit. That, that's why you they know?
2: had video stores in the first place. because yeah. this used to be a big fucking deal. To- Huge deal. Yep.
4: Like you, you could rent VCRs. You as could rent well VCRs. From, I remember uh, that. Curtis Mathis was the place where you could rent. Uh, you can rent a recliner, a
1: TV, <laughs> and a fucking VCR. <laughs> you can rent an entire home. <laughs> and
4: um, so I remember going there, similar to your story, when I was. Uh, probably 11 years old and i went into the store and i wanted to rent a bunch of horror movies and they were it was amityville 3d which, by the way, is not in 3D, which was a huge <laughs> disappointment when you were a kid, because they didn't figure out yet how to transfer these to 3D, and are they going to give yeah. you the paper glasses, and does your TV even, you can it even do it, right? So you'd take it home, it was Jaws 3D, Amityville 3D, and every time the movie would start, it would say, this
1: movie has been formatted for your television. It is not in 3D.
4: <laughs> and that's a crushing blow to an 11-year-old. Oh, yeah. So Because I'm going to see some 3D titties yeah. and some 3D yeah. mayhem, but... I, I remember bringing, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Exorcist, uh, just a stack of horror movies up to the front counter. And the guy working that day was the son of the owners. It was an older couple, but their son was filling in that day. <laughs> <laughs> and I had tried in the past to rent these movies, and they'd always turn me away because I was too young. But the son was this guy that had, like, a brown v-neck sweater with, with long sleeves he was smoking a cigarette in the store he had a tiny little mustache and his sunglasses were tinted yellow and he had feathered hair this kid didn't give a shit about anything yeah. other than doing this stupid job for his parents during the summer of you know 87 and I set this stack of tapes on the counter and I say i like to rent these and he takes a drag off his cigarette and he says I can't rent those to you and i said okay and i started to take the movies back and he said you have to grab the tag that's underneath the boxes <laughs> oh and i went oh hell yeah <laughs> so i put all the bo- cover boxes back got the little tag that would hang off of like a you know little pin right a little push pin hanging on the bottom and i bring him and he let me rent all of them fuck yeah it was the greatest moment of my life yeah. because i finally got to watch some of these forbidden uh, gems, but the, the one that I wanted to rent that entire time was called The Return of the Aliens Deadly Spawn. Okay, that's the full title of the movie. Now the actual title of the movie, uh, and we'll get into this later, is titles on VHS were constantly changing, especially if they were foreign movies, like from Italy. An Italian horror movie would have at any one time like 15 different titles. So this movie was actually called Deadly Spawn. But to cash in on Aliens, they retitled it Return of the Aliens, and then in small print, (laughs) Deadly Spawn. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I rented that movie, and I'm so glad that I did, and I'm so glad that I was able to watch it because it is a (laughs) gore-fest like you've never seen, practical effects, an incredible monster with like 7,000 teeth.
3: This looks amazing, it I'm just looking at the poster truly, right now. It is truly,
4: and it was shot on 16 God. millimeter, it's low budget, and it is fantastic. Of course now, it's received the full treatment on Blu-ray yeah. and special editions. This looks 14. amazing. You have to see it if you have, but anyway, yeah. thanks to Network Home Video, and, and uh, that really made my life. Oh, I love kid. it.
2: I didn't realize I, I owned the Deadly Spawn. Do you really? Like a, Someone who gave me this thing from like an adult toy store, and he, I thought it was just a novelty thing. Oh, it's thing. an actual figure? Yeah, I own Deadly Spawn. Oh, I have no idea. This it's just three-headed. It's like a scrotum with teeth. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this is very similar
3: to the monster in Jackass Four. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah.
2: No, I, you know they're thinking about Deadly Spawn when they, they take pr- those bullheads. Deadly Spawn. Oh, this yeah.
3: is great. This is fucking great. So, you know, I. I uh, uh,
0: like growing up and finding those weird oddball movies mm-hmm. was always. I love the gamble because yeah. you didn't know what these movies were going to be. Like. No. There was no, no. Th- other than word of
3: mouth. Yeah. Well, and, and you the, know, and the guy, and you pick up these weird ass movies, and the guy behind the counter is like, fuck yeah. Like, he—he he's like stoked on that movie. Right. You know, that, but what I, I will say one thing is that you never found that at Blockbuster.
0: No. Never. I know. See, I'm wearing this, this jersey because it's a fun throwback, but. I I was more of a Hollywood video guy sure. or or neighborhood. neighborhood I mean, mm-hmm. not or neighborhood, neighborhood video stores yeah. was where me, it was at. PTSD, dude. It's uh, gave me oh me. yeah, so I worked there for six years. Did yes. You? So Josh, now, tell my stories. Yes, though, yes. Though. And not no. to bury
3: the lead.
4: What, Hi, everybody, what, whereabouts
3: yeah. were you working in California? Or uh, yeah, was it, yeah. It was. I was
4: in I was in uh, Orange County. I was in Brea. Okay. Yep. okay. Wow. Yeah. So I got a lot of stories, but yeah. you oh, couldn't find the stuff that we're talking about at Blockbuster Video at all.
3: Yeah. Well, I, and I, I, we're gonna touch on all this stuff because yeah. I got a lot of things to say about Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah. So, and also, yeah. Anyway, interesting. But what what are some of your yeah. memories from? now we'll just go around the table.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, there was a, a video store in in Chino Hills where I you know I'd be from where I met Mr. Mr. Josh here uh, doing local TV. But there was a place called Home Video. Oh um, yeah. There was home video, and then there was there was a video where? box. Yeah, our video box is another one. <laughs> yeah, and they had uh, they had a big selection. They had Faces of Death was oh, yeah. one of the films there. Yep. they had a, a huge. I would say that the porno uh, section was bigger than the uh, video Absolutely. section itself. And uh, yeah. yeah, I remember finding uh, some really just colorful horror flicks and ones that I'd never seen before. There was something about the horror movies this art. You know the art of the horror film. It was just it jumped out, and it's so funny because you'd rent some of these movies, and they they wouldn't live up to the right. box. But I I still always appreciated just the art and how it grabbed you, especially yeah. as a kid. Yeah. Because it was like this is this is it. This is the shit I want to see. This is the infantile fucked mm-hmm. up. And sometimes Frankenhooker. Yeah, Frankenhooker. Like, I hooker. want I want to rent this. That's a great Classic. movie. Yeah. But yeah. I remember going to the, that video store, and I remember when you'd go into a video store, it was just it was. A, a journey you had no idea and it was always a drag when you couldn't quite find one that that was up to what you wanted to see it was always i don't know I, but there's always, always something found, i always found yeah there's always something in there but there yeah i think uh i think when the home video left and then it was just blockbuster yeah. that was it was something had died you know there was uh you know a big Something missing in Chino Hills. Uh sure. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a whole there was a whole a avoid. In Chino hills. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No more video store. Yeah. The place
4: was was actually it was called wasn't it home video. Yeah, home video. Wow. And, and then there they, was ch- they would just come up with like, oh, this is my business. Uh, what's what's the name for They're li- it? they very there was very literal. It was like we're just call it home. Home Video. Yeah. <laughs> That's the name of the store. Yeah. Perfect. Or Video Box.
0: And well <laughs> the, the the last of the the dying uh, breed was uh, it was called Chino Hills Video. And this opened way later and um we would actually shot stuff for a project that will never see the light of day hopefully someday. Uh remember, will find it, They'll yeah, put it out there. Yeah. And w- it was this uh, it was Lost Woods. It was oh, with, it Camel. with Camel. We were in uh this video store in the porno section, and our friend was uh, Lucifer in, in, a, in a, a scene we were doing. And we were in there, and um, it was this this nice this nice dude that, that ran it. But he had, like, a, a younger brother that was, like, the co-owner. And I swear to God, I heard that guy fart, like, tw- oh,
3: 30 God. times.
0: Right. Every time I go in there, he'd be just... Fart? Farting up a storm. I think he had Doreen or Snitchel. We yeah, just did an episode on Doreen right. or Snitchell. But uh, oh, yeah, well,
3: that was actually a whole different. That was last <laughs> week we did that. But oh, yeah. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. That's it's right. still yeah. with yeah. you. It uh, was that good. Yeah, it was that good. Yeah, I but, uh,
2: my podcast outfit for, for this week. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> every, every pod. Oh, that's it's, oh, yeah. it's good. Great, yeah. great. So that
3: way the paparazzi can't sell the pictures of you as you're coming in and out of podcasting rooms.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly it's from the same day, but it's actually a different day. Right, of course. Seven days later. Nobody yeah. could do two of them
3: So, you, Jackson, you have some really interesting... Uh, 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 you, you had an interesting upbringing with mm-hmm. video rentals.
2: I did, I did. Um, so my first exposure, I you, you had this set up and I demanded that you put aliens here. Yeah. I took you aside and sort of was like, Thank what the fuck are you doing? Because yeah. um, this was the second <laughs> R-rated film I ever saw. So I grew up Mormon, so that's no R-rated movies. Definitely mm-hmm. not. But thanks to you know my divorced father and him my love meaning more to him than God's love. He was able to break that covenant and rent me alien and aliens and predator and expose me to my first. And these are the tamer ones. They don't really say fuck that much and there's no titties and stuff. So he was able to compromise a little bit and go into yeah, this limbo gray area for my love. Um, so yeah, that was my first exposure to R-rated content. And, the, and, the, and How the, old were
4: you when you saw Aliens? I think I was eight. You were eight. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what did you... I mean, what were you thinking when, as you were watching it? I mean, what was? did it feel like it was this forbidden thing? Was it exciting?
2: It, it, it wasn't. I mean, because my father was condoning it, so it didn't feel forbidden. It was forbidden right. where, like, it was like this dirty secret, which is like, don't oh, tell your mother. Yeah, right, right. So right. there was this sexy, like, what if mother finds out? Okay. But um, I, I think I had already had, like, the Alien Resurrection, like, toy. That was, like, okay. one of my favorite, you know what I mean? So it was more like...
4: Yeah, because they sold toys of this shit. Yeah, Yeah. awesome We had like Rambo action figures. Oh, yeah, Yeah. it's crazy. Robocop? Robocop? Yeah. Yeah. Action figures of
2: H.R. Giger's cock murder monster. (laughs) Here you go, kids. (laughs) Look what you got for Christmas. It's (laughs) Isn't that amazing? It's crazy how iconic. (laughs) Clearly that it's so popular because you see it and it has that subconscious cock thing absolutely it's crazy yeah, 100% it's crazy that with Alien 3 they were like we got a HR Giga's cock monster is going to be a big hit yeah. it's going to yeah. get out. On the horn come yeah. on <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, no it's, Prometheus it's, action
4: figures what yeah, the hell I
2: know they didn't have action figures surely <laughs> I was, they did I, yeah. I,
3: I, would, a, I would assume <laughs> that like who's that company that does the sculptures is it it's um, was Super <laughs> 7 no not no, Super Scul- oh, 7 oh Collectibles Sideshow Collectibles, side collectibles
4: but there is is it NECA NECA yeah that's
3: I could it. see yeah, NECA you know. doing it Absolutely. or Sideshow Collectibles doing it, too. Yeah. So I, don't, you, I don't know if they
4: did. So you already had a, a f- action figure from Alien Resurrection. For me, from Resurrection, Which yeah. one was it? Was it, it the was just mutated? A, it was
2: just the standard, like, Alien drone. Wonderful. Like oh, the okay. classic. Great, so I, I was already, like, into the design. So it was never a scary movie for me. Right, right. Yeah. It was just like, oh, my. It was more like I was in it for the action. I was yeah. like I was watching Star Wars. But you or, hadn't
4: seen Alien Resurrection, though.
2: No, I saw that much later. Right, I knew. So you the had good, this, you knew I knew it. the plot, and so like that wow. plot has never been like bizarre to me because I knew that from a young age. It's like the clone Ripley, and she's half alien. Oh, that's interesting. And I was like, that sounds cool.
4: So you started there, like let's say with the whole Alien saga. That's yeah, where you, yeah. That I was went. your introduction. Was Alien Resurrection. Yeah.
2: So I don't, I don't that's fully cool. understand how offensive it is, but watching it, obviously, it's like a bad film. Right. But the, the premise has never bothered me, but the concepts are interesting.
4: That's kind of like the Star Wars prequel thing. There's a whole group of kids that w- grew up with those movies, yeah, and they don't think twice about it.
0: No. Yeah. 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 yeah we no, were just talking about the the originality in those those prequels. Like, it's wild, man. Don't get like, me started. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, well, well, i will make you all believers. I have a little. <laughs> I have some fan fiction I'd like you to read later. That's uh, <laughs> relative to. Uh, oh, it uh, sounds uh, good. Well, I'll do my George Lucas. <laughs> uh, sounds great. <laughs> but anyway, back to the matter at
4: hand. Talking about VHS tape. And, uh, it's wonderful. It opens your world. You know? And for years, you know, my Star Wars movies. Speaking of VHS, you know, the original, you know, the shit versions were available, and you can't find them now because I personally uh, sent my people out to destroy, and burn every single one of them. So uh, good luck finding yeah, them. probably show. did. That's
2: like finding the Death Star planes, the original yeah, theatrical and cuts, being fucking. I think destroyed. I have. I
4: have them on VHS. I have the box set VHS widescreen of oh, the original man. cuts, and they put them out in '92 you. With the hologram uh, on the cover of the
2: original uh, poster for Star Wars, the first film. Fuck. I didn't know that existed. Yeah, I hang on to those dearly. I had the 95 final THX before. Oh, right. And and he was honest because he does say in those tapes, which were in 95, this will be your last chance to own. This is it. You're Mm -hmm. not going to. Yeah.
4: That's (laughs) it. Fuck you guys. I'm done. Yeah. Because I'm so sick of looking at this shit. (laughs) You know, and I get it.
2: But, you know. I I get it. But you have to like, no one cared about the special editions until he said, and there'll be no other versions. Right. Right. They were like special edition, this is tight. Yeah. But when he was like, you'll also not see it's the like, original. Fuck you, man. Because that's half the reason you watch any film, is the the history lesson and just like the nostalgia of like seeing this like, It is in a true and so for him to be like, no more. What the, was that
3: the, Blu-ray print that they that somebody cobbled together? I can't remember the name of it. It's the, the the despecialized. The de-specialized. Yeah. Yeah. Take the yeah. Blu-ray
2: of the actors and the yeah. uh, original cut effects. and yeah. uh, Splice them oh, oh, into man. the highest. The autonomy. fucking gall, man. <laughs> I mean, I get it. It's just so
4: funny to me. I guess it's all out the window now. But <laughs> I, I I admire George. I mean, I, as an artist, yeah. it's like you know what? He's totally right. If that's what he wants, that's what he should do. Sure. But. In the world that we live in, even Spielberg is like, "Listen, guys, I'm sorry about <laughs> E.T. When I, yeah. I I digitally
1: <laughs> remove the guns, I yeah. put walkie talkies." So I put them back the original version. So you can watch that version, too. It's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. That's the I do, because I'm so lying. George is out of his fucking mind. Sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway. Just, you know, West Side Story is a great movie. So unfortunately, it came out after that other movie, The, the Mexicans. There was, musical? There's another, no, was another musical. No, it's another musical of Mexican people. El Canto. So, yeah, that movie came out. El Canto. It. So no it's a great movie. But the kid in it. The kid in it is a rapist. for I don't know. It's fuckingni- <laughs> $49.99 on Blu-ray.
4: Guys, it's, it's, it's not me, it's Steven Spielberg. Come on. Yeah. But, uh, but, but I think, to, to sort of bring it back to this, I think that when we're talking about Star Wars, it, was very, it became very difficult to find the original versions on tape. And it was also very hard to find these movies that we're talking about on tape. You had to really kind of look for these things. It was a bit of a treasure hunt. But when you found it, like you said, it was like an amazing moment to come across something that you'd never seen mm-hmm. before. And that's just not the way anymore. You just no. look it up real quickly, and you can find it. It's all available for order. Yeah, and that's much. why
2: it the, the, how the, how poorly that's aged. When they're like, own it now. Where usually that used to right. blow people's mind. I didn't realize the original Aliens VHS was eighty nine dollars. Oh so yeah. So it, it was like rental was like you wow. can have it for a bid. This hundred dollar. That's right. But and that's why I own it today. It seems yep. so stupid now. Who gives a shit? But right. like it was like. But I can have it. I can watch yeah. it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Taking a movie home because <laughs> yeah. it, it was coveted. You saw it in the theater, then you never saw it again. That's true. When and uh,
4: I mean, when I was, uh, when I was a kid, that was it. That was the only way you could see a movie. And ET was ET was actually one of the big ones because it was not on VHS for or a home long video time. For a long time. Yeah, that was one of the big ones that you just couldn't get, and you had to go see it in theaters. They'd reissue it in theaters. Mm-hmm. That's why during this pandemic, it's really funny and kind of heartwarming to see movie companies say you know exclusively in movie theaters and I you're love like that. well no yeah.
3: shit yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I-, I love yeah. that I-, I got a chance to see um, little shop of horrors with the original ending oh my god what uh, an ending yeah yeah like yeah. with i, I think it. it was like 5 or 6 years ago and it just mm-hmm. so happened to be in theaters and i'm like you got to be fucking kidding me i just showed up and it was on and it's so, incredible yeah it was really nice to see that movie cuz in in the 80s like i i had that movie on video oh, yeah. but i never I never got a chance to see it in theaters. Right. And ET was one of those movies that came out before I was born. And when it came out on VHS, I actually didn't give a fuck about it. Right. At all because I was <laughs> your watching balls movies like. Dropped
4: by then and... Well, no,
3: not not quite. <laughs> I, I should have, but I, I grew up watching movies like Alien. Right. And Aliens. Yeah. Like m- It was right. My my parents' friends and next door neighbors they owned a video store in the 80s. Oh, cool. And so they would give us screener copies of everything. Yeah. And my parents had a a VHS that you could tape. It was a two VHS, right? And you so you make could a dub, yeah. A dub, and yeah. so we had <laughs> dubs of everything, and there was oh, all yeah. these screener copies that would pop up. Like I can't not unsee uh, "Stand by Me" without the Columbia Pictures
4: I know well plop up yep, that just yep.
3: pops up for these screener copies, and in my brain, like that's the way the movie is. That's the way the movie is. Or
4: you know, recording them off of TV. Oh yeah. I was I was even you know, a little a little cinephile back then when the first time they played Jaws on, like, network TV. Big deal. I would get very upset if oh. I, I could time it so that when the commercial break started, I could tell when they were about to go to commercial break. So I would hit pause, and the VCR would always rewind about four frames. Mm-hmm. So you had to know to hit pause as the commercial was starting, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then I'd unpause it, and so you'd see what was, it's called a, a a break in control track. Do you remember this from the public access? Yes, I do. So you, what it basically is, is you'd see this little uh, rainbow line Mm -hmm. after you'd unpaused, you'd see this rainbow line go through the frame and you'd know that you'd done some kind of edit there. I would get so pissed off if there would be commercials in the shit that I would record. And I was recording Jaws, and I would only do it in SP. I wasn't. I, everyone always crammed like oh, six yeah. movies on a on a uh, tape, and I was like, "No, EP is wrong. It looks like shit." I'm it's yeah. like nine year old me, going, "You don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's that's extended play, and it, it looks like crap. You want you want this SP mode because it's better." <laughs> and so I was recording Jaws, and then I ran out of tape, and I was so upset because I didn't record the full movie. And my stepdad, he says, "Well, he's my dad. He, you know." He, he said, uh, "He goes, well." Why don't you just, when you write the name of it on the side of on the spine of the tape, why don't you just call it Jaw? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dad! Oh my God. This is bullshit.
4: <laughs> but we're talking about um, E.T. and how your tastes change. You know, when E.T. came out in '82, very interesting. You say that because when that came out in theaters. There were these other movies that came out that are now well loved, and we went from cult status, like John Carpenter's *The Thing* exactly. and *Blade yeah. Runner*. These movies tanked. Yeah, people were like, "We don't. That's really horrifying, disgusting stuff. We want this heartwarming movie about this little alien." But those movies went on because of. VHS. Yeah.
3: Okay. That's because well, I. Owed to that. Yeah I, yeah. I grew up watching The Thing over and right. over. Right. Nobody told me these movies were horror movies. So mm-hmm. as a kid, I just thought they were fucking <laughs> great, you know? Right. They and were in fiction. The thing, my dad's favorite movie yeah. was The Thing, and he would talk about it oh. all the time. My dad's not really a like a big movie fan, but he would talk about The Thing constantly. Right. So, yeah. But yeah he, it,
4: did he like westerns at all?
3: My dad? Yeah. I mean, he's. My dad's like 72, right. so he, I think he, he probably grew up in the the era of, he remembers the original thing. And he right, was like, from another world. Right, yeah. he was like, I was a piece of shit. He's like, John Carpenter, on the other hand. And piece of shit. <laughs> it yeah, a he hated, yeah, he hated yeah. it. Yeah. Piece of shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> that
4: movie still scares the shit out of me. I don't think I've ever the seen it. The original film is so yeah. scary because they show, I think it's James Arness who, who uh, plays the, the creature, and it's this faraway shot. They don't really show the creature up close too much, but it's a faraway shot of the creature coming, making his way through the snow toward the camp and he's just like throwing dogs. Like dogs are coming at him and he's just throwing them. I mean, I'm sure they're not real. Well, they probably were real dogs yeah, back back Who Batman cares? Yeah. Throw I it, Jimmy. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> yeah. but, but it is so Marlon terrifying. Noticed. And it still works. It still works. Yeah. You know? You're but talking but the original. The original. Yeah. But John Carpenter's, it. it's unbelievable. It's I mean, a dense
2: flick. I it mean, is. Mean, there's a lot more going on than just the effects. Like the Absolutely. layers of paranoia. and The paranoia. I've mm-hmm. always loved the film but I've just now fully grown an appreciation for how dense it is. Mm-hmm.
4: Isn't that interesting? That's what... Like you, as you get older, like throughout the years, you keep revisiting a movie and it starts to mean different things to you mm-hmm. yeah. Start to, because we got to replay these things over and over again. Well, you, even, you wouldn't have that if you saw the movie once, right?
3: Yeah, you even know? now, I think about movies that, like, that every time I watch them, they there's something that I always notice it like like I, mean, I hate to fucking plug it but Hereditary oh
1: yeah Hereditary yeah. is a movie that
3: I've seen probably 15 times and right. every time I'm not every time now but for a long time I would just pick up on all this weird shit yeah and I was doing my best to stay off of YouTube just to like feed my like oh what, what am I missing here and just looking it up and
4: well, that's interesting to say YouTube because we don't have we didn't have that either back no. then. I did, there was nobody telling you what you should think. You had like four critics, you know, right. Roger Epps, Siskel, and Ebert. Were yeah, the, but fuck you know, those guys. I always took fuck
3: <laughs> yeah, those guys. Well, their, no, their I, takes uh, can be a well. But, well, the thing was is like we did have people telling us what to watch because right. they worked at the movies the, at the video stores. Sure. And, and Joel behind the counter, who's 16 years old, where you're walking up with Evil Dead Two. Right. And they're like, Oh, you ever seen Army of Darkness? Right. No, I haven't. Oh, you got to get Army of Darkness too. Okay, cool. Like that, that these people that like just randos that worked at these theaters, like at the, these um. Who, is,
2: who has replaced that guy in the culture? Just YouTube. Nobody. Or? YouTube. I think it's
3: YouTube. yeah.
0: YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. a good question. It, it's funny, you know, because we're talking about the uh, the movies when they get to video. What about the movies that? Were made for video and that whole thing, like American Ninja, oh. like Carnosaur, oh yeah, all those yeah. dude, all the uh, Roger Corman feet, stuff, feeders. oh yeah, yeah, sure. New Horizons or Horizons uh, home video, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, the the Polonia, the Polonia, the John, Polonia John
4: and Mark Polonia, man,
0: you guys gotta check out their films, they're amazing. They were somehow distributed across uh, Blockbuster, right? All the well, Blockbusters, well, I, are... had,
4: I had a chance to speak with these guys, so Mark, wow. and Mark and John Polonia uh, were are from Pennsylvania. And they started making horror movies, I think, in the late 80s, right? They're they're twin brothers. They started making horror movies shot on film. And then they started making movies shot on VHS tape, right? And I did a a late-night horror movie show in Chino for a while called Schlock Theater, where I would, you know, I had this little troll puppet, Timmy the Troll, that would sit on my shoulder and I'd say, folks, we got another real crappy one for you tonight because I grew up in Cleveland with all those late night horror movie shows. And we had Superhost, Frank and Drac. obviously Elvira was syndicated. We had Big Chuck and Little John. We had Big Chuck and Houlihan. We, we had Goularty, The Ghoul, Son of Ghoul. We had all, when I was a kid, it was amazing. It was all these shows where it was just some weird guy in a costume showing you crappy movies. That's how I found a lot of this stuff. I love that show. But one of the movies... When I was working at Blockbuster Video, one of these movies came along that was called Theaters and this was just before Independence Day came out in theaters. And so the cover of Theaters kind of looked like Independence Day <laughs> and based on that, oh Blockbuster said, "You know what? We're going to distribute your movie, boys." <laughs> so wow. this this shot on VHS tape Absolutely terrible. I mean, wonderfully terrible. One of the greatest (laughs) films I've ever seen because it's so inspiring to me with papier-mâché aliens, horrible dialogue, the worst effects you could ever imagine in your life. But these guys, they got a distribution deal with Blockbuster Video. And now, um, Mark Polonia, because John sadly passed away uh, several years ago, Mark Polonia is now like cranking out movies left and right. And they're all... Direct to Amazon Prime, <laughs> red like box. Uh, yeah, yeah. what Shark, uh, like shark. Amityville meets sh- Sharks and <laughs> yeah. Sharks and of the corn or something like I that. I gotta see his <new> stuff, <laughs> but, that's but, he, that's but he's, cool. destiny, he's making baby. all the. You know what I'm talking about? Like great stuff. I mean, it's not great, but it's so much fun to watch. So I called them one day. Just, this is back when I did. I, I found their number I, I, somehow. I, I don't know how I found it, and I called up one of the Polonias and I said, "Hey, is it okay if we play feeders on our show?" And he said, yeah, man, go for it. I don't care, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and there's a book out right now. Um, I think it's Bleeding Skull. There's a there's a, a couple publications that Bleeding Skull put, puts out. It's a compendium of all of these kind of movies we're talking about, like straight-to-video stuff from the 80s, and the new one came out, oh, wow. the 90s, and they have a whole tribute to the Polonias in there.
0: That's so cool. But
4: that's the shit that inspired us, because that's when you went, oh, shit. I can do you it. You can yeah. do that. Whoa, yeah. that was like, because B- Blockbuster called the shots, man. That was like the behemoth. These guys yeah. knocked down the gate with this shitty little movie. And the thing is, everybody rented it because they'd be like, I thought it was Independence Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or or, the, or and then Independence Day, Day was, was out. Was, yeah, it was right. like, well, fuck, I'm, this
2: is close enough. Might feeders. as well. Oh, yeah. it was so far from Independence Day. <laughs> dude, I dude I
3: mean, had a $500 budget. Yeah, yeah.
2: Probably, probably about as shitty, but with no budget. It yeah, actually yeah. might <laughs> well, be better. better. I think it's a
4: better <laughs> film. Yeah. There was a movie called Transmorphers that I remember people would rent (laughs) thinking it was Transformers. Oh, of course, yeah. You know,
1: what the fuck? It's like, Shia LaBeouf ain't in it. (laughs) It sucked, I want my money back, (laughs) okay. But it says
4: transmorpher What's well, what's the difference?
2: Transformers, transmorph. It's, it's almost. Like, I don't know if people are dumb enough to be fooled. It's almost like it's just in the spirit of like I'm in a trans mood, you know? and need yeah.
0: transmorphers. That's I mean, it. I mean, you know what? If they reissued it,
4: they could really make some bucks.
0: Holy oh, shit! Oh yeah. Oh totally. It is funny. It's I about finding your identity <laughs> as a robot. <laughs> Brilliant. The, the first. Brilliant. The first film I saw theirs was an urban uh, horror flick that they did, and in, it was great yeah. because it was like. Them with with other folks, and it was because they they stand out like a sore thumb. They're like, Oh, yeah, there's a killer on the loose right now because they've got those great, just they both have these like
4: thick black mustaches. Uh, John would wear the white uh tube socks up to his knees,
0: they're wearing shorts. He
4: had had lines like, uh, Can't wait to get over to the ocean and check out those babes in those skimpy suits, (laughs) and then the other guy goes. Last time, we ended up at a dyke bar with two lesbos who wanted to show us their trick ponies. <laughs> well, you relax? It's like, what am I watching? And why can't I stop? Because it's great, that's yeah. why. But yes, like, like many films, the yeah. Polonias moved into the urban market like Leprechaun in the Hood, right? Yeah. And, and, and they did. They, they started, yeah. but they to their credit, they actually... Um, they made a number of films with black actors that they just stepped back. They wrote the scripts and they directed. What was the one you saw? Um, oh, Man, I I wish I could remember the it was title. Like, stop or I'll I think it kill was, you. Stop yeah, or, yeah, stop or you know, stop yeah. or
0: my mom will shoot yeah, you. Yeah, bitch. something. Like that. It, was it was so the, good. It was the name, right? It yeah, was it was like genius.
3: That. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so there's so many movies. I'm looking at the there, filmography. There's, there's hundreds. So there's it's ridiculous. It's there,
0: insane. There's a lot of things in these movies that were, uh, <laughs> you know, pretty pretty uh, offensive and maybe Sharkula. You know, that's coming out There's next.
3: A, oh, that's the new one. Sharkula, Beautiful. anticipated, anticipating a 2022 release. Yes. Oh that's shit, a, oh, dude, it's still cranking it. Feeders three. They, oh the, yeah, fuck. it's yeah. yeah. Theaters, the Will final you... meal. It's it's. The fu- uh, By the way, <laughs> yeah. feeders
4: two was a Christmas movie, and it was called Bells, <laughs> Slay Bells. S L A Y. Hell Ooh, yeah. yeah! I mean. And it's Mark's actual family. He casts his wife and his kids. They Perfect. shot the whole movie at their house. <laughs> <So good. laughs> it is one to be. Uh, it's one to be seen. You got. I mean,
2: well, I, we're not so different. He and I, you know. You got to just say, "Am I not? Am I not him?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you know? what well, saying. so exactly. uh, Jackson, you grew up though
0: with uh, clean. You saw some clean flicks. Yeah.
2: As a boy, I rented some clean flicks—the very controversial edited oh, right. versions of growing uh, up in uh, utah rated films. Yeah. That's how I got so, a little Matrix Reloaded in me. Was the clean flicks get okay. the Amazing. get the titties out the major flesh wounds all the gone. holographic vagina all gone so, so I could loaded. so I could put off sexualization and <laughs> yeah. become you know and just be a step behind the rest of the world <laughs> right, in terms of the rest sexuality of your developed relationships Great. everything yeah. wonderful um, so I'm grateful for that I'm grateful for clean flicks for keeping <laughs> but that
4: was a company. W- what was it? Like a group of mothers that got together and they would edit I, out. I, I stuff? know.
2: I, I know it was based, I think, in Provo, Utah. That and I know sense. they got like the shit suit out of him. But it, it was also like a point of pride for like my mom, or, or at least a defense mechanism where she was telling like a neighbor, like, "Oh, I rented him uh, the 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 new The Matrix. Don't worry, it's a cleaned up version." Oh, they wow. all God! Yeah. Oh, oh okay. good. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank God yeah. he's not looking at anything. <laughs> founded, yeah. Yeah.
3: Founded in Utah. Uh, rented and sold mm-hmm. commercially released DVDs and VHS tapes, which they had edited Wonderful. the content, um, which the company considered inappropriate for children or that viewers might f- otherwise find offensive. Clean Flix removed sexual conduct, profanity, and some r- references to deity, oh, some yeah. violence from wow. movies, either by muting audio or clipping entire portions of the track.
2: Yeah, they just. Yep. They would just. Yeah, splice it. In shit 2002,
3: out. a group of major film. Pro- uh, production studios sued CleanFlix, uh, copyright infringement. Good. And uh, in 2006, the court ruling closed the company. 2007, CleanFlix reopened its website with movies you can trust, <laughs> oh. while legally enjoying from offerings and edited movies. An email sent to the company on that date indicated they had reviewed tens of thousands of movies and compiled over 1,000 that met their family-friendly criteria uh-huh. for sale and rent in January 2013 cleanflix.com website no longer exists and now known yeah. as
4: spotify <laughs> yeah the company became Dude, spotify up. <laughs> yeah well that is interesting because i i really look I, I know people have their preferred versions of movies but yeah nothing pisses me off more than when people are like yeah i went ahead and re it. this is the better version it's it's just <laughs> like it's fine if you enjoy it on your own but like to sell it as a fuck you no. to the people that made it that's i get why they sued them yeah, yeah. um but you know, it's, it's well, it weird. wasn't out of love for the art. No, like these it?
2: other re-edits of like the de-specialized right, version—that's right, right. like a real. This is just like we want the naughty bits out because it's wrong. Because I, you know, that. I want to take part in the culture, but I want to edit it love, for right. myself. I love right. to see <laughs> the Pulp Fiction
0: clean. Oh books, my God, man, uh, how <laughs> short that film <laughs> would be! Uh, it's a five-minute film, uh, yeah. dude. So you you worked at Blockbuster. Uh, you had a you had some some funny uh, experiences mm-hmm. there, I'm sure. Right? There's some hilarity going on at the old Blockbuster. Well, I
4: remember, I, I I saw the writing on the wall when uh, we got a movie in. It was David Cronenberg's uh, Crash.
0: Oh, geez. oh yes.
4: Which is you know, a movie. If you haven't seen it, it, is a great film. It's not a it's not a fun watch. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a great film, and it's basically about a group of people who really get off on uh, getting in horrible car accidents and having sex with one another. But it, that's the simple <laughs> oversimplification of the movie. But it's a great film, James Spader, Holly Hunter. Anyway, this was one of the last movies to get the uh, dreaded NC-17 label, which no one could ever figure out what to do with that. And so somehow, way, when I cleared the first shelf for DVDs at Blockbuster Video back in 98, uh, that was one of the titles that was up there. And it was one section of shelves, one small little section of shelves. Everything else was still VHS, and there were these DVDs.
2: I chose Crash. Well, yeah, Crash. There's, wow. there's
4: the mask and Crash. <laughs> Take it home tonight and enjoy it in digital quality. So, but it had uh, New Line Cinema had uh, both NC-17 and R-rated versions, and there was a customer who came in who wasn't going to rent it, but w- happened to walk by that shelf, and uh, I'm offended that this is here in the store. I want it removed and. Uh, and that was one person that complained, and corporate acquiesced, and uh, they removed it. Fuck, Fuck. Then and don't I, rent it. Yeah, don't rent it. <laughs> right. If you don't like it, don't rent it. Right. So, yeah. and then I, I, thought, well, that's crazy that that they listened to this one person in every store. Then they didn't just get rid; of they destroyed all copies, like it was some like burning a book or something. Children right.
2: could read the description, right? You know, right.
3: right. <laughs> don't, don't they have exactly. a machine that basically shaves or like just like ruins the disc?
4: Uh, they they did yes, yeah not seen... not in store, but I think you had to send it to the corporate office. It was in Dallas.
3: I believe that at would... a certain point in time, they're what they brought those machines to the stores. because really? there's a there's a YouTuber that I watched by the name of Wet Movie One. Okay, I, I've been watching this fucking guy for years. I don't know why. Yeah, um, I think mainly because he's a super hardcore movie buff. Right, and he goes out to show you what the new releases were for the week. Oh, but he used cool. to work at Blockbuster as well. Yeah, and he had a video of him basically wiping discs
4: right and then just all the all the uh, information would just be gone yeah well i i grabbed that copy before they mm. threw it away and i still own the dvd i proudly nice. own it and it makes me feel so good because it's like a fuck you to them and the other thing that happened was after 9-11 right <laughs> after 9-11 okay it's a great like the week thing <laughs> right like this the week of 9-11 we get a roll of stickers sent to us from the corporate office oh my god And we had to go, I had, my job was to go around the entire video store. This is absolutely true. And I knew, I was like, this isn't good for the future. Um, Someone got upset because they saw the cover of Superman 2 or Superman, whichever one had the, the towers on it. Yeah. They were upset, they were they were triggered by it. We weren't using that word back then, but oh, they were, it was upsetting to them. They felt uncomfortable seeing it. So this woman would go around the store and would flip every cover box in every aisle that had a depiction of the towers on it. Oh my She'd turn God. it around so she wouldn't have to look at it. So they sent us a roll of stickers, absolutely true, we had to put the sticker on any box that had the towers on it, and it was apologizing if the images on the box were upsetting to the
2: customer. Now that's terrorists winning, not right that yeah. bad, right? Oh, they won, the
4: Blockbuster. And Fuck. I thought, oh well, that's that's just because this thing happened. That'll tape, and it just only got worse. Yeah, it there. never yeah. stopped. <laughs> that's amazing that they did that. Yeah, um, and so, and I have to tell you, um, I, I did get written up for this, even though I was the manager. Uh, And I almost got fired for this, but I threw the whole roll of stickers away. And yep. I told one of my employees, just stop. Take them off. I'm like We're not doing this. What, what are we doing here? Stupid. Why are we going to hold the hand of every single moron that comes in here? Because they can't handle other people's
0: ideas or concepts. Just don't from want the past. From yeah. the past. Yeah, It wasn't like it it's was made. It's not their fault. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that rap album that came out on 9-11 where it was the, <laughs> the, the tower's, towers falling. falling. Exactly. Which <laughs> also, yeah. which is also incidental. So yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. that kind of gets a pass, Great too. Great marketing. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah I, so, you know, there's... The, this is some, I, we could talk endless there's so much uh are you actually you had a funny coworker though right that that uh was a fan of your music at blockbuster didn't you have a guy that liked, liked your music is which the, get, was it Juan? yeah <laughs> there was a kid
4: named uh juan cerna who used to hang out in front of the store uh uh-huh. and uh i were really good like i still talk to him now and um he's since moved this was in brea california this was in orange county where I was working at Blockbuster Video. But he was a he was a guy who uh Uh just hung out in front of the store Josh. <laughs> yeah. I met him in like ninety seven yeah. when we were selling um uh, Lost World, uh, Jurassic Park Lost World action figures on deep discount for like $2. <laughs> like, oh, it's a Jeff Goldblum uh, action figure. I'm worried uh, about yeah. a little pterodactyl a backpack that <laughs> wasn't in the movie, but oh, wasn't it wasn't fun. <laughs> oh, you, you're going to launch a pterodactyl. It's, oh, it, it, it. I would have loved this guy. Yeah, yeah. Alan, Grant's got a, Alan Grant's got a... Oh, he's got a thing that launches uh, boulders. That wasn't in the movie either, but it's fun. I I would have let that dude in the last That was so good. (laughs) So Juan would come in. He's an amazing guy. He's a genius. He really is a really amazing guy. And he would wear like, he had like five layers of coats. And I immediately gravitated toward him because he was so cool and interesting. And he wasn't like all these... You know, these really wealthy like Orange County people that were renting there, you know, you couldn't they didn't care about film, they didn't care about culture. But Juan, man, he got it. He was always talking about, you know, the 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 Pope, he says uh that the world is ending, Josh. You better be ready. <laughs> you know, he would stand there and we used to have Direct TV. Blockbuster would sell direct TV for a while because they were running out of money, so they're like, You can get a direct TV subscription <laughs> and a bucket of popcorn. <laughs> so we had a direct TV like in the store, and Juan would say, Judge,
1: can I have a remote? I want to watch some TV. And he'd just
4: watch, like, the religious channel and watch everything the Pope would talk about. We'd talk about aliens, we'd talk about UFOs, we'd talk about all this stuff. and uh, and, and we just, you know, so he would scare the shit out of customers. Because I knew him, but he looked, you know, he looked pretty rough. He looked like he was homeless. He was not. <laughs> But I loved when people would come in and say, I'm very uncomfortable with this young <laughs> yeah. man oh with the multiple coats God. is making me concerned for my life. And I go, oh, that's just Juan. Hey, <laughs>
0: Josh. And Juan is, like, caring about what the Pope is saying. Like, they don't know Juan, you know? Juan's a harmless fellow. Juan you know? was
4: a harmless fellow. But by the end, I didn't care anymore about my job. And Juan and I would just sit in the back and play uh, Nintendo 64 because <laughs> we'd rent all those systems. <laughs> Josh,
1: any quarters up here? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> just go to the bank. Here are my keys. <laughs> We we're playing Mario sixty four, <laughs> you know.
4: But you know, but but it, it was a magical time. And I just talked to Juan the other day, and he he was very sad uh, talking about this era, you know, because uh, I left Blockbuster in two thousand two, and um, he 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 was very distraught and just sad and melancholy thinking about the old days. You know how much he missed VHS tapes and how much he missed the camaraderie that the employees had there and. He and I were like the, you know, Orange County Jay and Silent Bob. We'd hang out in front of the store all day long. And it was really a communal experience. That's the one thing we haven't kind of touched on is like you'd go there and there, everyone was just there. That was like the thing you did. Yeah. I mean, is that what it was like for you guys? Like on the weekends,
0: you oh, go and everybody you'd run into friends yeah, from school yeah, right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, it was Meet very women. yeah, dude. <laughs> I wouldn't a, a lot of her. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I remember I saw my friend's mom <laughs> with another guy. <laughs> oh, is that <laughs> right? Story, yeah, yeah, not ah. not her husband. God yeah, damn. <laughs> yeah. So they were renting uh, something Juan about Cernan. Mary too. That guy was once. Yeah, yeah. Hey, good. don't tell don't tell the husband.
2: People in small towns thinking they can get away
0: with public adultery. Right. Like, yeah. What was your plan? Here? I know, dude. It was like, yeah, they were like, macking down. And then I remember I saw her, like, see me and she, like, disappeared into the porno section. section. Yeah. 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 You yeah. saw it because you, you are here? naughty. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, you know, we've we've there's there's eons we have to do another one of these because there's uh, you know talking about you know yeah because
3: we've kind of touched on it a little bit but there was a huge jump when it came from vhs tapes to the switch to dvds right right i I think that that's kind of when everything started to die like blu-rays you could still get blu-rays in the beginning but everything was starting to kind of change as blu-rays became the thing right um but, yeah, man, the, the, those stores really changed my life. And, you know, it's weird. I didn't really run into too many people at the video store because growing up, I preferred to go to this place called Sterling Video, which was a very small uh, video store. Yeah. It had everything that you would ever want and need. Um, but I preferred Sterling over everything else because of, number one, Joel. Like, that was a real guy, Joel Foresti. Um,
4: That's the guy that wor- that was the owner? No, that he was,
3: was one of the guys that worked there. The one that has to work there, right? Yeah, and, like, he... He was my neighbor. Plus, he like he would rent me whatever and put me. He he knew what I want, what I what I wanted to watch, what right. I should be watching. Right. <laughs> so it's weird. I, I think about this guy Joel, and even down to like what I'm I wear to this day, whatever Joel, th- whatever was cool with Joel, I thought was cool. Right. And, and this is going into like my twenties. <laughs> so right. Yeah, like even I don't know, I feel what like What year it, was that?
4: I mean when you were at like, the video store. What year So
3: I started renting movies at about eight years old, which was nineteen ninety. Oh wow. All, okay. all the way. Or maybe even maybe even younger because it was a short bike ride to to the video store. Right there. Sterling, yeah. And That's then when amazing. Sterling closed down there was a better one that opened up called uh, Silver Screen video, oh, that which was sounds, yeah,
0: it sounds. Legit. Silver Screen was basically like it was
3: bigger than Blockbuster. Right. It was way better than Blockbuster. Everybody that worked there gave a fuck. There was two guys that worked there, and I remember their names. Um, it was Bill and oh, what the fuck was the other guy's name? John Bomar, and those okay. guys were the shit. They and knew. eventually, I my my old boss married Bill, and he would hook me up like because he was still working there. He worked there forever. And he would like hook me up whatever whatever like you know hey like the 20th anniversary of Back to the Future is coming out on DVD right. you want it I'll get to you it for cost ah it's the best it was the shit so like so wow. Bill was the fucking homie and but Bill and John worked there forever and they had the best movie recommendations see that's great
4: I you know. did you didn't did you you didn't have a... Well, yeah, I, you I wanted even, to yeah, I wanted to go, I,
2: I couldn't get the job I right. couldn't mm-hmm. I couldn't get the movie store job but I, I you wanted a, to work there. Yeah, yeah. Right. As a high schooler, that's sure. like a dream job. That would have been something I could have excelled at, but I probably would have been too much of a prick to the customer. Just no, like, are you fucking kidding no, me? No, no. Yeah. You, I mean
3: sometimes, because like yeah. a lot of times people want like the worst pieces of shit right. ever. They're like, yeah. where where can I find a copy of Speed? You're out of the copy of Speed that I really wanted to see. All well, like, of us easy on Speed. <laughs> no, <it was> more <laughs> like, do you have Metro with speed. Eddie Murphy? <laughs> Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure. Metro. We do. Yeah, get the fuck yeah. out. You know, yeah. it, it, get, the I, it's, out. get the fuck it, out anymore. Uh, we but for every for every ten of those people, <laughs> right. there's somebody like us that really wants some weird fucking movie that they're like, oh, I'm getting this. Oh, you should check out this.
4: Well, I would try. I would try to do that at Blockbuster until the very end. I would promote. I would explain to people what widescreen was and what right. letterboxing was. Yeah. I would explain to them that you know the TVs are going to change the, the shape. Because back then it was, they weren't rectangular, no. you know. So you're trying to fit a rectangle into a square. How mm-hmm. do you do that? I'm trying to give them like simple math and geometry. What are you talking about? <laughs> but, yeah. but, but there were a lot of people that appreciated that. And there was this little old lady that used to come in and, and request that I walk the new release wall with her and tell her what, what good new indie films were mm-hmm. that, that had come out. Mm-hmm. There was a movie with uh, um, uh, Bill, Bill Paxton. Rest in Peace, there was a movie called Travel- Traveler with Bill Paxton, it was a really great little independent film and so once I recommended that to her she started trusting my opinion and that was one of the nice things was to try to, because Blockbuster would fill one wall with one movie title yep. mm-hmm. at the expense of all these other movies yep. but usually the fifth or sixth shelf down all along the wall were the single titles where you could find some really good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I did try to do that, try yeah. to bring some culture to that place, right. but ultimately they were undone by their lack of vision in not purchasing Netflix and yeah. not being a part of that deal, and uh, that was their undoing. You know, but yeah. but there are places that it, like Vidiots we mentioned, yep.
3: Video which, Tech in uh, South Pass, South Pass, right? I think yeah. yep,
0: I think it's because we're at, we're at an age where like people that grew up with that stuff are. Starting to, They're running things. So yeah, they're going right. to remember those moments. And there is going to be a future for stuff like that. If you if you want it. I I mean, dude, there was nothing better than having that human connection, yeah. going and getting recommended a movie. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a funny, uh, another human interaction that you wouldn't get these days uh, from Redbox or Amazon. But I was looking for the 1980s blob. And this was in 2005. Mm-hmm. So it's like before, you know, there's still some some mystique a little bit to what video store might have it, but I was calling video stores, and uh, <laughs> there's this a big town video in Montclair, Pomona, and I call and I'm like, do you guys have the, the blob? The, the blob he's like what what do you want and he's like what what is blob <laughs> and uh, it was on speakerphone and everyone just laughed at me and kept repeating the, what is blob Lob, what is he talking yeah. about yeah, but they had the garbage pail kids flick there sure. ooh, which was yeah. which I was I was seeking out and I went over there and then the yeah. guy was like what are you talking about garbage pail kids I'm like <laughs> one of your employees told me there's a garbage pail kids because my friend had exaggerated right. the amount of eccentric like Cool movies, because at the time YouTube was brand new. Yeah. You had to seek this stuff out, yeah, and out, yeah. yeah. But there's so much. I mean, we could go on forever. I just movies, you know, uh, are a big part of all of our lives. There's a big uh, fan group out there, like we said, uh, that like to uh, make their own versions of, of hold, movies. Hold uh, on, okay. Hold on. That was you know, a great segue. I okay. hate to
3: fucking derail it. No, no, no. It's Fuck, all right. Fuck, man. I, I just wanted to say, like. I feel like there's a part two to this episode yeah. <laughs> where oh, we yeah. talk about the where DVDs became the thing. It would because be fun there, to talk about was the decline a, or, There was you know. a whole switch that happened, and I feel like the, the second part of video store history is just as important as the first, and we went pretty VHS-heavy. Yeah, and I
4: and I think also uh, talk positively about it because for collectors like us and, and people who remember these films, it's a great time to be alive because Blu-ray has made it and a lot of these companies like you said people these people grew up and now run their own companies Mm -hmm. like severin and uh, Synapse and um, Shout Factory. Yep. Severin is my favorite, and and they're restoring all these films, mm-hmm. and they're giving you more information about these films than we ever had before. Not just for us, but so future generations will be yep. able to find these things, mm-hmm. and maybe it will inspire uh, other filmmakers. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, I would love which that. Is, which uh, is yes, this, yes,
3: like which which is a great segue into part two when we talk about the DVD special features, yeah. which changed my fucking life totally, man. To yeah. this day, I still seek out all the special features. Yeah. Well, yeah. You I know, mean, there's, I'm, there's a lot of people that. Sorry, Robert. which is know, a great segue so to if
4: you want to make your own film. So there's a lot of people. There out happens there. to be a group of fans, Robert, that you were talking about. <laughs>
0: yes, yes, that that write their own stories. We we have had a segment. I've had I at the the infancy. Josh was one of the first people I had on the show. We did this great episode. Talked about uh, carnivals and. All, all that stuff, but we we t- we touched on some Disney erotica. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I mm. was I was rushed and uh, yeah. you know on copious amounts of uh, Adderall, so I like didn't have a complete story. I feel like now, well, this is also a clean flicks version, but this is a uh, 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 something I, I dug up, <laughs> okay. and um, you know there's there's uh, this is from uh, it's called One Padme Two Wookies, and it's by Stargate oh, wait, Fan wait. Zero LDS. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, there's different uh, mm. uh, voices that they had right, uh, for right, you. Yeah. But I think like it's it's a beautiful thing. There's mm. someone out there that this is their vision of of uh, Star Wars. What they would have loved to see in Episode Nine. Uh, this would be episode in between two and three. I think.
4: <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so this is, you have legal clearance for this. I'm <laughs> yes. just busting your ball. I don't yeah, give a yeah, shit yeah. anymore. <laughs> I don't own any of this shit. I don't care. Did you see that Boba Fett? Oh my God, just... I was like, yeah, John, you're doing a great job. And they went, well, you just took a shit on it again? <laughs> Fuck off, I'm just kidding, all right.
1: Uh, one Padme, Two Wookies, by Stargate, Stargate fan-olds. <laughs> <clears throat> Padme was nervous. She had been sent to Kashyyyk on a very important diplomatic mission. But the Clone Wars raging throughout the galaxy The Wookiee homeworld was getting more and more cut off from the inner core. The Wookiees were too valuable of an asset to let fall into the hands of the separatists. And while Padme didn't believe that the Wookiee would outright betray the Republic, she feared that they may withdraw their support if they are not shown any support. After all, you cannot expect the Wookiee to sacrifice themselves for the Republic. If they're completely engulfed by the separatists, then they might very well join them to protect their people. Uh, yes, yes, that's true. Uh, uh, Chewbacca uh, uh, had been assigned uh, her
4: guard, and uh, uh, when she arrived uh, on, the, on the planet, yes, it was a green, green, uh, green planet, <laughs> uh, he had silently he followed her ever since. Uh, uh, Padme, Padme. Uh, had had a lot of, uh, on her mind and and on her heart oh oh yes her heart her heart was beating beating uh because it was like when uh, when george uh george George Bush got the call on 9 sure, eleven he was he was reading uh reading a storybook about a goat uh, to a group of kids uh there was too much at stake here and we're not talking uh, ribeye. ribeye. Uh, very nice, very good adam and Eve Took the rib and the <laughs> eye. Uh, but with 3PO powered down and charging for the night, Chewbacca was... Uh Oh, a massive wall of muscle and fur. Ooh, slightly <laughs> taller than, than Gina Davis. Uh, yes. uh, and and what, was it seven and a half feet tall. It was very, very tall. Yes, yes. Uh, oh, gosh, such memories making the fly oh, hang upside down during quite as sure as sure. uh, over two feet taller. Oh, I just spilled that. Oh, fuck. Oh, gosh. Well, there's stains on the rug already. It seems like it wouldn't matter. I'm so sorry. Uh, She would need a stool if she wanted to look him in the eyes, talking about Chewbacca, or lean down a little to do some other uh, more uh, suggestive uh, things. Uh, Meanwhile, back on Tatooine, uh, a clone of Darth Maul is planning to come back, and what you don't realize is he has a whole arsenal of droids by his side ready to attack Uh, He now has robot legs that can fly as well Uh, He has a dark heart uh, much like the fallen angel (laughs) Lucifer Very similar in theme mythology. It's Dante's Inferno. This is where most of this comes from Uh, But most people don't realize uh, that Darth Maul was related to Darth Hall uh, And Darth Roll and Darth (laughs) U-Haul That's that was that's a joke, but obviously you know the idea is in Star Wars to bring a little levity, you know, so you want to have a dance number or jokes like that. But uh, but Darth Maul was related to Roland Hall. They were they were the most powerful in in all the dark forces of the Jedi. As he gears up for a comeback, uh, Padme is getting acquainted with a Wookiee diplomat and uh, and uh, Chewbacca. Uh, so 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 the. Uh Let me just say this here, man. The Wookiee didn't last much longer than Padme. (laughs) And with a roar, he began to come inside of Padme, just pumping shot after shot into her, into her bum. That's her her backside, man. Because in the Wookiee community, man, they don't, when they copulate, it's from the back. It's not from the front, man. Because they don't have privates. They only have anuses. <laughs> but if you knew your and lore. <laughs> but he filled her... <laughs> I'm going to step in here. This is just... This is so much better than Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> and filling her third and final hole to the max is his, <laughs> his massive knot. Keeping the cum locked inside until he finished. This is like if you've ever seen ducks when ducks have sex. The male duck, his penis is like um, it's like a coil, and it has razors on it, so that the female cannot escape until coitus is done. Oh, wow. So what we have here is the Wookiee has pulled his hair knot free <laughs> from Padme's arsehole. <laughs> This is British. <laughs> causing his cum to gush out as he <laughs> as he let the exhausted senator collapse to the ground <laughs> completely worn out <laughs> and with all three holes pumped full of cum. That's <laughs> Wookiee cum, man. <clears throat> Does this mean that the Wookiees will continue to support the Republic, or do we, or do we need to continue negotiations? <laughs> <laughs> Said a tired Padme as she barely lifted her head.
1: To look at. They got
4: Tarful in here. They got Captain Tarful. And I know what that means.
0: Goodbye, Goodbye Captain Tarful. <laughs>
4: A berry lifter had a look at Tarful and Chewbacca, causing both Wookiees to chuff with laughter.
1: (laughs) Padme would go on to have a polyamorous relationship with Annie Skywalker and the two Wookiees. Little known fact, using all the cum of their midi chlorians, they made a long lost Wookiee, Jedi royal mix named Narf. Oh no. Narf also resembled Dominic Toretto of the Fast and Furious (laughs) Fame. (laughs) <laughs> when you hear, when you hear your family,
0: <laughs> I just want to make that it very beautiful. clear
4: that I didn't write any of this. Yeah, this was Stargate fan old fold. you yeah, so yeah, didn't riff
1: so. any of that. I d-
4: oh,
2: I did. Uh because I was trying to figure out the percentage of riffing because I know there was some riffing oh there was yes. about,
4: I think mo- most of it I read as written Arse, yeah.
3: arsehole, that last that's line that's was, the, was but not uh,
2: you he said it also resembled uh, Dominic
3: Dom Dom Toretto
4: <laughs> Dominic Toretto of the Fast and Furious with mean,
3: a lot of fan fiction there's a lot of Dom Toretto yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot and oh, yes. Jack Sparrow I'm surprised Jack Sparrow didn't make it a, make it a-
0: yeah sometimes uh, <laughs> I feel like I have like a telekinetic influence on some of these guys so yeah, yeah but dude, where that- do you get the, who sends
4: these? <laughs> we, yeah, where
0: are you going? We there's there's Reddit a little uh, bit, a little bit, but there's there's a there's the deepest incel pit oh. of uh, poetry and you know fan fiction erotica. But that was film. beautiful, man. That was yeah. so good. Thank I did you. enjoy. Uh, thank you. I, yeah, yeah. Were
4: expounding on the Wookie uh, mating, I did talk about. <laughs> I did add that <laughs> and the stuff about the ducks and the koitas. <laughs> That was uh, very upsetting, and also uh, something I'd like to see. It seems like a fun... <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, uh, now, that, now that I've read it, I actually really like it. And I'd, yeah. like, I'd like to make it into uh, a trilogy of films. Howard <laughs> okay. the Duck, too. A I lot think there's, of Duckcock. Yeah, there is <laughs> Duckcock. Ho- it's true, yeah. <laughs> the t- Duckcock
2: stuff is in there.
4: It is in there, yeah. Leah <laughs> Lea Thompson. Uh, no, no, no. That I made up. The duck cock stuff. Of course, that's that's gold. But Leah Thompson. I remember when we shot. Uh, I was on the set of Howard the Duck, and I, we had a whole rig set up. Well, the you know the, the whole effects uh, guys. And they said we've got a we've got a corkscrew. We can just put some feathers on it, because <laughs> it was all in shadow. So I was like oh, they're like kind of kind of shadow puppet. You know, see like a duck penis, but they didn't they didn't let us do it. But we got the duck tits in there. The scene no. where you see the Playboy yeah, magazine—we t- got duck titties. titties in there. So, dude, I'll never yeah, forget that. Jo- that. George is, is that a bit of be. a
2: pervert. Yeah, George, uh, George, but but it <laughs> yeah. doesn't sell well. Like THX, there's a machine that like jerks him off. Star Wars Holiday Special, Chewie's dead. Like watches. Oh, that's porn? true. Well, yeah, well, the idea Some of the
4: virtual goes... porn is fun for me. Yeah, uh, and I, I actually, I actually it's ahead of the time, even in his masturbation. Well, I, you well know? I added that pumping machine. I added that in the special edition of THX. <laughs> yeah, that was a special. It wasn't actually there. I actually <laughs> yeah. put it in. I in, remember that the yeah, yeah. scene I was, like, was you, like. this. In case you didn't understand that, that's what was happening there.
2: Because he added the arm that Jackson yeah. Had. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't jerked off by a robot before? No. no. He was just sitting there
3: kind of like enjoying it. And George was like,
2: let's really drive this. <laughs> <Yeah.
3: And laughs> then like, wasn't there oh, like a yeah. jerk off machine in Earth Girls Are Easy? Oh,
4: was there? It's been oh, a long no. time since I've seen that. I, I, I think uh, I think Naboo girls kid. are easy after well, that. Reading. Oh yes, dude, oh, blue, blue. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I was <laughs> in that movie. I remember. It, yes, I was all over. I'm in that movie. Earth girls. That's oh yeah. Uh, I met Gina Davis. We did a movie called Transylvania uh, six six five. <laughs> yes, five hundred with Ed Begley. Yeah, that all, was on all the time. I have it on VHS. Yeah. Oh, very exciting film.
3: Th- that Dude. was another one. This was on HBO free preview like constantly. Inner space. It's there was the Inner space. Yeah, Interspace space yeah. is on wow. all the time. I love that movie. It was movies it's that like great. bombed, but were still decent enough to be on HBO constantly.
4: Well, it's interesting you mention that because one of the the new series I'm working on is uh, the idea. Well, the the new pre the new series of Star Wars films was supposed to be the microbial world of the Force. You know the oh. the uh, yeah, you know the yeah. mini chlorians. But it's sort of like inner space in that what happens is, what you don't realize is um, a Sith Lord is <laughs> uh, he's shrunk down to microscopic size uh, to commune with the midi-chlorians. <laughs> and through a series of hapless you know errors or pratfalls, uh, he ends up being injected into the butt cheeks of a Jedi. <laughs> and so what happens is you've got Jedi and Sith who have to work together now. To help this Sith Lord navigate inside his body, <laughs> and that's how he learns about the Force. Oh until man. eventually, he expels him. You know, with, you know, Montezuma's Revenge or something. He just <laughs> takes a big shit. But, but I think you've you've now helped me understand what the second second part of this film is going to be. <laughs> well,
3: I, I'm and
0: glad. Just Wookiees is fucking. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, guys,
3: Martin Short can make a, another appearance. Yeah, yeah, I think he'll do it. <laughs> uh, Dennis Quaid <laughs> uh, as a Wookiee. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like like, like, eating, whoa, whoa. just eating ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Martin Short. Sounds. I like that.
4: This guy's good. Put him on the payroll. This guy's great. That's a great idea. Somebody get Doug Chang in here and let's drop some of this stuff. He's a great artist, but
0: you know, dude, there, there was uh, we, we can I don't know end on a, another uh, fun story. But sure. when you were doing, uh, was it the sound for the the pilot for the for the show at at Skywalker Sound? Was that when you pranked the sound guy for Star Wars? Yeah,
4: we so that we uh, I made a. I call it a comedy special now because it didn't sell. So I go, no, nah, it's just a one-off comedy special. <laughs> but it was a, it was a TV pilot, a comedy variety thing. It was like uh, Mr. Rogers in outer space, if Mr. Rogers was a you know alcoholic, or like a Dean Martin type, and and Robert was in it, and a bunch of our friends got together and shot it. And it's still it's such an amazing thing. Never spend your own money on your own pilot, <laughs> but it was well worth it, and and it looks amazing. However. The greatest part of that for me, one of the best parts was we got to mix the sound, thanks to our director, Kamel Alloway, uh, we got to mix the sound at Skywalker Sound. So I'm at Skywalker Sound on Skywalker Ranch, and we stayed there for a couple of nights. Was it like a night or two nights? We yeah, standing? I think
0: you were there for two nights. I didn't get to go.
4: I, Yeah, dummy, but yeah. It was really something, And uh, and so, but you got to preview the mix, the final mix in the THX theater, the actual THX theater where they will, you know, screen their films to, for the final certification. And uh, and two things happen, Ben Burt, who is probably one of the greatest sound editors of all time, did all of the Star Wars films, the originals and the prequels, and uh, also did the voice of Wally. you know, he was, he, he's just, a, he's, he's a genius, he's a legend. His, uh, he saw some of it and said, you know, George would really love this. So funny. This is so great. George would get a kick out of it. Because in the pilot, I played George Lucas at the ranch, and I'm in full makeup, prosthetic makeup, and there's girls in bikinis at a pool, and it's just like, yeah, take a shit in the pool, do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. It's really fun. But anyway, so he loved it. But the best part was his protege, and now equal genius Matthew Wood, who plays... Uh, um, General Grievous. General Grievous, the voice, <laughs> and is also Bib Fortuna in the prequels in, in the body, you know, physically. I didn't know um, he, He's a great sound editor, and they were mixing uh, the new Star Wars movie at that time. Force Awakens hadn't come out yet, and they were working on it. And so the guys over there said, you know, it'd be funny if you
1: <laughs>
4: if you call him right now as George Lucas and tell him, on the down low that you want to make a couple of quick changes and so I call this guy and I'm like hey Matt how's it going yeah yeah listen uh, I, I know this is real last minute and, um, <laughs> and don't tell don't tell Kathleen Kennedy about this or JJ uh, he's going to get all upset he just gets all crazy about this stuff I just thought it'd be interesting if we put uh, just in one little shot I know you guys can do it I know you can do it because it's impossible that's how I know you can do it that's kind of shitty. he would always say Uh if you could put like a like a gungan in there, it doesn't have to be Jar Jar, but if you could have some kind of gungan in there, can you work a gungan in there? <laughs> this guy sounded like he was like, well, I mean, George, the picture's locked. I know, I know, I get it, but this is <laughs> this is Daddy talking here. Come on. <laughs> and then I said something like, well, maybe maybe we get started on Red Tails two or something <laughs> after that. <And> the guy. <laughs> The guy, and then eventually he's like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. he was such a good sport about it. But that was a real dream come true, just to be there. And the best thing of all was when George Lucas, uh, his son Jet, I call my son Jet Lucas. Isn't that funny? Cool kid. He, he watched the uh, deep fake videos that I did as George Lucas and showed his dad. And so Lucas, somebody from Lucasfilm, a guy that I know who, who creates a lot of their animated stuff, he's an amazing uh, writer, producer, he... He contacted me and said, George saw your deep fake stuff and he thought it was hilarious, but he can't say that publicly, but he thought it was hilarious. That was oh, like, dude, wow. That is so awesome. He saw so anyway, the video he watched it. He yeah. George. And he loved it. So <laughs> I was like, he's a dirty what? boy. Yeah, that's a, t- it. to your yeah. point. George like gets it. He has a great sense of humor. And I love that he was basically saying, like, I totally agree with everything you're saying about the new movies, <laughs> 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 but I'm not going to fucking say that. Oh, that, those, those yeah, are He called them white slavers. He did. Yeah, yeah. Disney's a bunch of white slavers. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. You're right, George. You're right. <laughs> dude i don't know this is been i not
0: mean it's devolved into george lucas no no, no, it's okay no, no, dude. No, it's is... i fucking love it it's yeah so wild. this has been uh an amazing uh show we gotta we'd love to have you back for uh you know the the dvd oh that'd be so great. section uh maybe you know uh that'd be
3: so great that's not history okay. It's Yeah, okay well really fun, but DVD. thank you
0: though <laughs> thank you for, for being here <laughs> yeah no, this was really
4: fun man yeah it's a it's a it's a thing that's close to my heart and uh I've sort of slowly started recreating the video store in my office. I've got a lot of really rare, weird videotapes that we'll we'll talk about next time, but I do want to get into these other companies that are keeping this alive, yeah. man. It's yeah. really great. It's really special.
3: Do you, are you like actively still buying VHS out there or kind of No.
4: It's really it's really hard to find now and if yeah. you do, they're very expensive, but they do have um, collectors that get together in different places and they set out big tables of all their stuff. I don't know where or how or
3: when, but yeah, I watched some of these people on YouTube and, um, but I, I, know a guy that's a big VHS collector that I feel like you, you would hit it off with him really well. Yeah. Um, he's a prop builder. Most he does kind of everything. His name's uh, Max Winston. you you know, Max Winston that sounds familiar. He goes by mad Max Winston. What is he? What is he? I know that name. He's so he's, a, he's done a bunch of commercial work. He does stop motion he kind of does i'll show you one of stop his videos. stop motion
4: maybe is how i know him
3: probably i feel like you would you and him oh, would Wednesday. really click yeah, cool. that's cool but he's a big vhs collector he's got some fucking but he and he also does events from time to time okay i think with covid a lot of that stuff just hasn't come really come back yet
4: yeah it all kind of stopped and and i think also it was you were really lucky as the video stores were closing yeah if you could go get in there and I bought a bunch of stuff from Video Box because like that one guy you were describing he was like I don't care, take it what, the hanging woman this is shit alien spawn two (laughs) dollars shit, take it like this is gold sir zombie lake what, Nazis and zombies bullshit (laughs) (laughs) I own it yeah. but it is a source of pride and even though the, the, the Blu-rays are great and I love seeing the newly restored prints I really love all that stuff nothing beats the, the shitty VHS no. and the sound of that no. that mm. engine whirring mm-hmm. those little heads beautiful. and the motors
0: yeah. the beautiful wine it is yeah well, fantastic! I, I it's been it's been a, an epic episode, and we, we've it's been a beautiful experience, oh, fellas. Never end. I'm about Jesus to uh, I Christ. know I, I I'm gonna wrap it up here. Fuck! But uh, Josh, uh, where can the folks follow you on online?
4: You know, I, I'm debate should I should I be on TikTok?
3: Why not do it? Fuck you it! Should. I don't
4: know,
0: man. Don't
3: Place know everything everywhere. Fuck it!
0: I guess that's what I would
3: do. Yeah. I put
4: clips. I, I might be on TikTok someday, but for now, uh, Instagram JRT Show. Or you can just go to my website, uh, the JRT Show. You'll find me.
0: You'll Hell find yeah, me. dude! It's, it's, it's all there. It's awesome, man. It's been a pl- pleasure to have you on the program again. It's been a pleasure to have you again, Mr. Jackson. Thank you. Yeah, man. We're gonna have to watch clean flicks, uh, yeah. you know, into the. Enter the Void or something sometime soon. <laughs> and uh, Ross, wow. w- where can folks uh, uh, find you, sir?
3: Well, well, I would say Camp Jackie on Instagram. Oh, that's
0: right. Yes, Jackson. Campy yes. Camp Jackie,
2: Camp
3: Jackie on YouTube. Okay. Because there goodness. was already a Camp Jackie oh, that oh, night damn. there. Which it, uh, it also works. I, d- I, d- I think, well,
2: it. it is the camp stand. It was originally a joke like it's Camp Jackie, Camp Kids, Reds? you know, yeah. but, but camp, it also refers to they're very campy. Right. I like
1: that.
3: Yeah. Love it. Well, you can find me where uh, all the links are down below in the description of wherever you're watching this or listening to this. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, well, uh, man,
0: and uh, you can find me at Robert Land Podcast uh, everywhere. And, uh, guys, it's been a blast, <laughs> really. Uh, uh, or if revoir, well, everybody. And life is a ride. I'm going to ride it all night long. All right. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. oh, <my laughs> we're we're good.